0: Welcome to the Red Med Podcast, Rescue, Expedition and Disaster Medicine where we provide a platform for healthcare professionals working in or aspiring to join rescue, expedition and disaster response teams. A platform to share information, advice and opportunities and connect like-minded Red Med individuals in our community. Good afternoon and welcome to episode 32 of the Red Med podcast, Rescue, Expedition and Disaster Medicine. This podcast is supported by SOS Coffee, coffee which we now sell in the UK to fund medical missions for underserved communities in rural Guatemala. A quick shout out and thank you to Paul Pinder, Max Baldetti, Alex Glacel and Dougie Young for their recent support with the coffee sales and the coordination of the recent clinic here in Guatemala. We arrived by raft, camped out in the jungle overnight and after a good strong coffee we arrived in the village first thing in the morning where we were able to diagnose and treat a range of acute Congenital and chronic problems. We took lightweight equipment in the peli cases, used wireless ultrasound devices, smartphone-based 12-lead ECGs, urinalysis strips, COVID antigen tests, and a range of other expedition weight equipment. Some of the villagers, some of the the people in the community, hadn't seen doctors in in years. Some of them, decades, and we were able to diagnose problems that otherwise would have gone hidden and they would have suffered in silence during the pandemic compounding COVID-19 and we're able to either treat them on scene, get some medical advice through our telemedicine service from specialists or refer them back to specialists in the capital hopefully making a difference Um, and hopefully we, we hope to get back very very soon and follow up that work. We've now got the baseline statistics, we know what the outstanding problems are so As the coffee sales go well, we prepare for the next round and we're already talking to the community leader. So a great opportunity for you guys or any healthcare professionals to combine your continuing medical education, experience the local epidemiology and help a community in, in rural Guatemala. So anyone that's interested in joining us in the future, please drop us a line and when travel restrictions allow, then we'll make it happen. But you're more than welcome to come and add your experience and uh, and specialist areas so thanks again to the team that joined us in December today I thought I would address some questions that crop up on a regular basis almost every time I chat to people around the world or they, they come to us on courses I'm asked which is the best trauma course for me which is the best tactical course for me is it the right level is it suitable am I able to attend? So some of the course we look at are tactical trauma for first responders, for paramedics. And to add a little bit of context, there's um, a conflict of interest declaration. I am a, an NAMT affiliate faculty for the PHTLS, TCCC and tech programs. Um, I'm an IBSC certified tactical paramedic and the author of the Red Med book and courses. So the aim is not to promote the courses or exams, but rather to state facts and help the listeners decide which course is appropriate for their needs so they don't spend money needlessly or incorrectly. NAMT courses are evidence-based, updated every four years. They employ a comprehensive course manual to support learners and the courses And each of the courses includes a range of sessions from presentations, case discussions, to skill stations and scenario-based exercises. So really, really good quality continuing education courses. So let's start off then. The fairly new PHTLS Trauma First Response course. Accredited by the National Association of EMTs, which are in dozens of countries around the world now. There are education providers and centers all over the world. The PHTLS TFR course is for first responders, firefighters, police, rescue teams, anybody that's not a healthcare professional, so not an EMT, ambulance technician, paramedic, etc. Fantastic course. It's an eight hour program and it's based on the PHTLS Cortex. There is a separate textbook, TFR, and it includes life-saving interventions such as primary survey, um, secondary survey, hemorrhage control, airway management, the core concepts of trauma to really consolidate the confidence in in these life-saving processes. So great for first responders. (laughs) Then we've got the NAMT 9th edition pre-hospital trauma life support course, the civilian version. It's accredited by NAMT in cooperation with the American College of Surgeons Committee on Trauma. Um, 16-hour program. Actually, there's several courses. There's the 16-hour combined provider program. So it's a complete on-site 16-hour continuing education course. There's an eight-hour refresher course. And there's a hybrid course. The hybrid course consists of eight hours distance learning online, followed by eight hours on-site going through scenario-based exercises and the, the written assessment. So PHCLS, it's the common international standard now as a continuing education course for trauma and is one of the baseline qualifications for recruitment for remote paramedics in the oil and gas industry in places like Iraq and Afghanistan, ...for many security companies and oil and gas companies. Core modules include physiology of life and death... ...scene assessment, patient assessment... ...airway, breathing, ventilation, oxygenation... ...circulation, hemorrhage and shock... ...patients with disabilities from spinal injuries... ...to um, head head injuries... ...increased ICP, intracranial hemorrhage, etc. And then a whole bunch of patient simulations... That is the core course, Um, it's a real dynamic mix employing the flipped classroom approach to draw the best out of the participants, Um, skill stations where applied, scenario-based assessments involving teamwork and using the, the equipment. Then the manual itself, aside from the 10 core modules, the mandatory modules, the manual is just jam-packed with additional material fantastic really interesting material which instructors can include in the baseline course if they want um, or it's just there in the manual for reference but instructors can certainly extend the course beyond the baseline 16 hours and include the additional material which is disaster management rescues wilderness medicine weapons of mass destruction environmental trauma Heat, cold, lightning, injuries, drowning, diving, altitude. Just an incredible course. One of the best reference manuals you can ever get your hands on. <laughs> then we enter the realms of where the confusion sets in. We've now got the 9th edition pre-hospital trauma life support military version. The book on face value is essentially the same. It's 90% the same. It... PHTLS Military is a PHTLS course. It's a pre hospital trauma life support course. That's it. The book does, however, include additional content for reference for your interest or for instructors to include as additional content following along from the core 16 hours. So it includes TCCC and military medicine care under fire, tactical field care, evacuation care, aeromedical evacuation, joint trauma system, triage, explosives, burns in TCCC, casualty response planning, medical support for urban operations, just a plethora of fantastic information, really interesting evidence-based information that you can use to plan operations, whether it be military or civilian the operational planning concepts really translate over well. So that is a 16-hour pre-hospital trauma life support for military medical personnel, from medics, paramedics, corpsmen, pararescue personnel, deploying on combat operations. It's not for civilian personnel, and it is a standard PHCLS. or you can include the additional military medicine information. <laughs> we've got the TCCC AC or the Tactical Combat Casualty Care All Combatants that used to be approved by the National Association of EMTs an eight-hour programme for, for combatants, non-medical personnel including things like the phases of TCCC application of tourniquets, etc, etc uh, that's now been replaced by the Combat Lifesaver course. The NAMT course, or the course is now approved by the NAMT, and it's a 40-hour course developed by the U.S. Department of Defense and the Defense Health Agency Joint Trauma System, and it's for all non-medical military personnel. So any military personnel that are not healthcare professionals deploying to a combat zone There's the comprehensive 40-hour combat lifesaver course, which again includes all of the phases of TCCC, care under fire, tactical field care, evacuation care, interventions such as tourniquet, burns care, uh, moving and handling or evacuating patients, um, the field medical card, uh, TCCC, nine line, evacuation care, communications, documentation, etc., Plus, all of the skill stations from needle decompression to the use of the nasal pharyngeal airway, etc. So, fantastic course. <laughs> then we've got the TCCC MP course. Again, approved by the National Association of EMTs. It's a US Department of Defense and Joint Trauma System course based on the guidelines of the Committee on Tactical Combat Casualty Care. And this TCCC MP course is tactical combat casualty care for medical providers. Again, designed for military personnel and medical providers, corpsmen, pararescue, paramedics, serving in the military, deploying on combat operations. Great course, 16 hours, includes the phases of TCCC, care under fire, tactical field care, evacuation care, the March algorithm, management of massive hemorrhage, airway respiration, circulation, head injury and hypothermia prevention, use of TXA, analgesia, eye injuries, antibiotics, burns, fractures, wound care, documentation, a whole host of things. Absolutely fantastic course, but it is designed for military personnel only and it is only for medics or healthcare providers. There's significantly more um, clinical stuff, clinical interventions and pharmacology in this course than in the Combat Lifesaver. Skill stations include application of tourniquets, use of the NPA, the gel supraglottic airway, surgical airways or cricothyrotomy, needle decompression, IV access, IO access, um, ketamine and that qualification is valid for four years. Then we've got the TECH course, Tactical Emergency Casualty Care. A lot of confusion between these courses, but it's fairly simple. It's endorsed by the American College of Surgeons Committee on Trauma and is in line with the Committee on Tactical Emergency Casualty Care and it's approved by the National Association of EMTs. The TECH course is a 16-hour continuing education programme for civilian EMS providers. So EMTs, advanced EMTs, paramedics. It's designed for civilian EMTs who may support law enforcement officers or tactical teams. Um, doesn't teach you how to shoot. It doesn't teach tactics. Um, those kind of things would be bolted on if you were to join a SWAT team or a Thames team. This is the core concept of applying medicine in a tactical environment so again we look at the phases of care in this case we look at the 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 hot zone the warm zone the cold zone or direct threat care indirect threat care um, non-permissive environments semi-permissive environments so it's really applying the tactical principles to civilian ems so that they can provide medical support to tactical teams The course aligns the TCCC principles with EMS Medicine in a a tactical civilian environment. So it looks at care under fire or direct threat care or care in the hot zone. It looks at tactical field care or indirect care, indirect threat care or care in the warm zone. and, And all the way back to the cold zone and evacuation planning and execution including the MARCH algorithm, managing massive hemorrhage through direct pressure, wound packing, hemostatic agents, limb tourniquets, junctional tourniquets, managing um, the airway and breathing through nasopharyngeal airways, supraglottic airways, surgical airways, uh, manual manoeuvres, chest seals, needle decompressions, um, all the way through circulation, IV, IO access, fluid administration, use of tranexamic acid, and then considers head injury management, hypothermia prevention, and all the core skills required to carry, drag, evacuate patients at each phase of the operation. Just as with TCCC, the tech course for civilian EMS providers is really to identify and highlight the right skill at the right time or which intervention to carry out at which phase of the operation. We certainly don't want to be kneeling up while we're in a a direct threat environment or a care under under fire environment uh, and trying to do a surgical airway or even put in an eye gel. So it's it's understanding not only the benefit of each of the interventions, but which phase of the operation um, each intervention is warranted and tactically viable to ensure the safety of yourself, the team, the patient, and to allow the mission to continue. There is another version of the tech course, the tech LEO course, or the Tactical Emergency Casualty Care Law Enforcement course, which is an eight-hour course based on the same core tech syllabus and the Committee on Tech Guidelines, and that is specifically for non-medical civilian law enforcement officers. So police officers, sheriffs, anybody that is not a team medic but requires some sort of tactical medical training for their operation, uh, this course is fantastic. Again, it, it doesn't go into advanced interventions like TXA, cannulation, surgical airways. It covers the interventions that a first responder can employ in a tactical environment to keep themselves and others safe and save patients at the right time of each phase. Next up are the certifications. The International Board of Speciality Certification in collaboration with the Board for Critical Care Transport Paramedic Certification don't offer baseline training, although they do validate and approve review courses, but they offer psychomotor exams, for the certified flight paramedic, certified critical care paramedic, and now the certified tactical paramedic. The exam is aimed at the paramedic professional currently providing critical care in the austere and care under fire environments. With the view that paramedics and tactical medics working as part of elite military and law enforcement units now have a validated and accredited standard that is proof of their knowledge and expertise in providing advanced level care in austere and hostile environments. So fairly comprehensive exam over two and a half hours at a test center consisting of 125 questions and the IBSC recommend the following study texts in order to prepare for the exam. So paramedicine is a given plus ACLS knowledge of pre-hospital trauma life support, great study resource, over and above PHTLS is the PHTLS Military Edition, the TCCC and Tech Guidelines, Special Operations Forces Combat Casualty Care Handbook, the Journal of the Special Operations Medicine, Tactical Combat Casualty Care, Lessons Learned and Best Practices, published by the US Army, and Tactical Paramedic Certification and Practical Application by Kyle Faudry, or Faudry. Sorry, Kyle, if I'm getting your name wrong, but a great book published by North American Rescue and available on Amazon too. And it really is directed to practical, real-world tips and advice. Good refresher. Uh, but it's directed in line with the syllabus and the uh, the items that will be tested on the exam, which include everything from TCCC methodology, blast injuries, triage, the MARCH algorithm, so massive haemorrhage, direct pressure, wound packing, hemostatics, limb tourniquets, junctional tourniquets, airways from nasopharyngeal to supraglottic airways, surgical airways, and RSI. Circulation, IV access, IO access, fluid resuscitation with colloids, crystalloids, blood products, hypothermia prevention and management, head injuries, pharmacology for emergencies and for primary care to keep the team on the road, environmental factors, fast roping injuries, burn management, medical mission analysis, threat analysis, remote assessment, rescue and extraction, breaching, PPE, tactical operations, less lethal weapons, legal aspects and legislation of HEMS or TEMS rather force protection and canine TCCC and CBRN so everything from nerve agent organophosphate poisoning radiological incidents dirty bombs cyanide poisoning it really is a broad curriculum from paramedicine wilderness medicine TCCC tactics um, it'll challenge you but it's a great exam and uh, again validates the standard <laughs> There is now a certification available from the IBSC for the Tactical Responder, Certified Tactical Responder, or TRC, and that's available for emergency emergency medical responders, first responders, EMTs, and advanced EMTs with tactical medical experience and training. Again, no baseline course. You need to draw on your own experience and various training courses or do a a preparation course uh, and then challenge the exam go to the test centre challenge the exam and it will cover everything from casualty assessment and stabilisation in hostile and austere environments covering everything that uh, a non-paramedic role would include triage, operational medicine etc but fantastic and may well become the standard in areas such as close protection medicine where To date, there isn't really a standard. Yes, there's first responder, first aid, EMR, EMTs. Some teams employ military medics, some teams employ offshore medics, some teams employ paramedics, Um, but there isn't a recognized, validated standard for close protection medicine that includes risk assessment, threat analysis, emergency medicine in the context of tactics or armed teams, along with primary care, keeping the team on the road, triage, CBRN, uh, most of the short civilian first responder courses don't cover that. Yet out on the ground in hostile, austere environments, they're the kind of things that teams might come across now and again. So really, that's it. We've covered the PHTLS trauma first response course, civilian PHTLS provider course, ninth edition, Pre-hospital Trauma Life Support Military, Combat Lifesaver, TCCC for Medical Providers, Tech, the EMS course, or for EMS professionals to work alongside law enforcement officers, then the Tech LEO, so the shorter eight-hour tech course for law enforcement officers, and then the certifications for TPC, Certified Tactical Paramedic, and the Certified Tactical Responder. (laughs) The course that we've just launched, Rescue Expedition and Disaster Medicine. The online course is now live and available at www.redmed.education. And hopefully, the on site course will be available as soon as travel restrictions are lifted and, and we get out of this pandemic. But it's certified by the Wilderness Medical Society or approved by the Wilderness Medical Society for fellowship credits. So if you're signed up for the fellowship scheme, Fellow of the Academy of Wilderness Medicine, you can gain uh, up to 29 credit points from the RedMed course, whether it be the online course or the on-site course. You can also gain between 47 and 67 UK continuing professional development credits from CPD UK for attending the course. It's aimed at healthcare professionals working in or aspiring to join rescue, expedition and disaster response teams or those in wilderness, tactical or austere environments and really covers a range of things from disaster, humanitarian medicine to rescue and tactical, all the way from health and safety through the epidemiology that you're likely to encounter on remote operations. So personal safety and security, clinical governance in remote and rural environments, Risk Assessment, Operational Planning, Technology, Telemedicine, Point of Care Ultrasound, Medical Emergency Response Planning, Career Pathways, Blast Injuries, Landmines, Patient Assessment, Disaster Response, Medical Missions, Expedition Medicine, The Close Protection Medic, Expedition Dentistry, Heat Illness and Cold Injuries, Altitude, Polar Medicine, Hypothermia and the Lethal Triad in Trauma venomous bites and stings, tropical illness, prolonged field care and much much more. So that's available now online and hopefully the on-site course the eight-day on-site course will be coming soon as soon as there are more international flights available. So if you're interested in any of the NAMT courses the National Association of EMTs that offer PHTLS and TCCC etc along with Advanced Medical Life Support you can visit their website at www.naemt.org and they've got training centres around the world. If you're interested in taking the certified tactical paramedical exams or the certified flight medic or certified critical care paramedic, you can visit the International Board of Speciality Certifications at www.ibsc.org or again for the RedMed course www.redmed.education short and sweet but hopefully that helped to serve to add some clarity uh, to the nature of the courses the intended audiences how long they last uh, and what's included any questions you can give us a shout on uh, info at or through the RedMed or the SOS Facebook pages thanks very much guys thanks for your service All the best, and until next time, stay safe.